Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, where sexual taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex coach and jade egg and tantric sex teacher. I work with luxury lovers, teaching them the art of better sacred sex by helping them remove all their blocks to pleasure, turn on confidence and connection so they can step into their fullest potential and power as humans and alchemists in the 3D. If you'd like to learn how to release shame and guilt destroying your sex life so you can feel fully sexually liberated and free, you can access my How to Release Shame and Guilt training at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shame. This episode is brought to you by the Essentially Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. Welcome back, my loves, to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. Have you seen the new Netflix show Sex, Love, and Goop with Gwyneth Paltrow? You know, I don't know what your opinions are about Gwyneth, but I love her. She made the jade egg, the yoni egg famous. She made it popular so much that almost every woman that I talk to knows what the jade egg is. She might not have any idea how to use it or at least how to use it properly, but she's probably heard of it because of Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, yes, Gwyneth Paltrow did get sued by a doctor for false advertising and all this crazy bullshit that gave people the wrong idea about what the jade egg even was, but I love her. And so when this series came out, I was like, yes, I'm so excited to see Jaya on it. Jaya is a famous sex educator and sex coach who certifies other coaches. And she does the whole erotic blueprints uh, that I teach my own clients all about the erotic languages and how to do what I'm going to teach you today called pleasure mapping, or I'm not going to teach you how to do it, but you can go watch an example of how Jaya does it on a couple to help them understand each other's pathway to turn on and pleasure. Have you ever been in a relationship or with a lover who, whom you just had literally no idea how to turn them on, what turn them on? And no matter how many times you ask them, they're like, oh, you know, whatever you did that last time, that one thing you did, it felt great. Or their answers are so vague, or they don't know how to express what they wanted or liked uh, sexually. And it's almost like a mystery that you two get to solve, because one person is just kind of clueless about how to explain what they want or like. um, And the other one just wants to please and you don't know how to work with that. Well, this whole idea of pleasure mapping is where this comes in handy. And if you go watch the series, you'll see in the first two episodes that Jaya performs pretty much like a pleasure mapping session on each person in the couple, the man and the woman in this couple, to help them understand how their unique path to turn on works and how some touches help some people and turn some people on, but how those same touches don't do anything for another person. It's like the difference between people's food taste or taste in music. One person might like something, another person might hate it is the same way with touch. So what is pleasure mapping? Well, there are a lot of reasons why people have difficulty naming what feels good to them. If the things that feel good to you don't match with what they're supposed to be, or if you worry that they don't match what you think your partner thinks they're supposed to be, it's easy to get stuck in a shame spiral or just avoid talking about it or asking for what they want. 
But even more than that, a lot of people don't actually know how to say and how to describe what makes them turned on. Most people just try to be patient with their partner and attempt to guess what they like or what they enjoy. This is a really ineffective way to go about it because then you're going to be guessing for years and you're never going to learn what it really does it for this person. And this is because people have different erotic languages, which I've talked about on some episodes prior before. So everyone has a different way to get turned on. Some are very stereotypically sexual where they just look at naked bodies or they see genitals or they're in close contact with someone, then they get turned on. For other people, this doesn't turn them on at all. You could touch their genitals and they're like, whoa, what are you doing? No. And they need a lot more warm up and build up. So there's other people who speak an erotic language of the sensual where the person really gets turned on by having all five of their senses uh, ignited where everything, you know, they want everything to look nice. They want the bedroom to be made, the bed to be made, the laundry to be picked up off the floor. They want the music to be just right. Uh, They want the person's smell to be nice. And if any of these things are off, then they're probably not going to get turned on. Um, It's very common that women really have a high sense of wanting to be with someone who has great hygiene because most women are sensual. They're essentially wired. So when their five senses are ignited and they're all just right, then it's great. But if it's not and something smells off or you know, stuff's messy, they're not going to get turned on. Okay, then there's your energetic and energetic erotic language is about feeling the anticipation of something that might happen. They like the hovering touches, they like the buildup, the slow, slow buildup. It happens a lot in their mind. They're really sensitive to other people's energy. And sometimes their partner getting turned on will really turn them on because they're so aware of the energy between the two of them going on. And then there's kinkies, which can be psychological or sensational kinkies. Uh, people, people that are wired kinky are often really love the taboo, anything that is taboo to them, uh, something they're not supposed to do. They love it. It turns them on. And they might also really enjoy super hard touches, being restrained, uh, playing in the dominant submission realm, all of that sort of stuff. And then you have the fifth erotic language, which is the shapeshifter, which is turned on by all four of the other ones. They get turned on pretty much from anything and everything. And they also know how to give turn on and touch to all anyone that's wired something differently. And this whole idea of pleasure mapping is to help you understand that no matter how you are wired erotically, that things still work. You do have a way and a route to turn on, but you might just not know what it is. If you are a stereotypical woman who's essential and you're not actually essential, you might be really confused about why you like to be restrained so much. You might be confused about why you love your nipples pinched or why you love playing um, in the BDSM world so much. And because that's not what the typical woman is wired to naturally, then it becomes like the source of, is it okay? Is this right? <laughs> like, is it okay that I admit that I want to be submissive in the bedroom? Um, as we've had some guests on the podcast share before, that they were so scared to admit that their desire to be completely submissive because of all of the modern feminist upbringing, you got to be independent, the hyper independence issue, all of that sort of stuff. So if you're a woman, for example, who isn't actually wired sensually, 
then it might be confusing to this woman to, you know, if she is kinky, to admit these things, to learn what actually does turn her on, because you don't have a lot of women in Hollywood talking about it or showing it on movies. And if she is wired sexually, then often she's probably heard time or time again that she's too sexual, that she's a slut. A lot of sexuals will get slut shamed because they like to have sex and they're all about the orgasm. They like to reach that end goal. They, they need the orgasm, the genital stimulation, uh, the penetration to really experience what feels good to them. And that might be really confusing for women too, because women are like, well, I'm supposed to be in my feminine and I'm not supposed to do the initiating all the time and blah, 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 whatever you think you're supposed to be, right? But if you are sexually wired, then it can be difficult to sometimes own who you really are and express who, express who you are sexually to a partner that might, that you might be worried can't handle it or that can't see you in that expression. And this is why pleasure mapping is so cool because you can map out different types of touch with your partner and determine which of those touches are from each of the erotic languages. So this is something that I've recently given to my gals in our Essentially Embodied Woman program. Uh, we have a new round starting November 15th, so you should go check it out. All the details at www.tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman. And you can apply there just by taking the pleasure assessment and booking a call with our pleasure assessment queen, Jen. And you can even test drive the program. So you don't have to commit to the whole thing right off the bat, but you can just test drive it for a nominal fee. Anyway, we offer this pleasure mapping in the full program. So not the test drive, but if you sign up for the full program, you will learn exactly how to do this. And this is where you basically set up a 30 minute experimentation time. Sometimes it might take a little longer. So I'd plan for about 45 minutes per person. So, you know, if you have a partner, then you'll want to do 45 minutes for him, for example. Um, and then maybe that's enough for the night. And then next week you can do yourself if you're the woman and then you'll just switch or you can do it all in the same night, but it's just going to take a, a little bit longer, about an hour and a half. And each person will try out different touches. So you're going to pull out a bunch of things from the kitchen, uh, from your sex toy stash. If you have one, uh, you're going to pull out different types of materials, uh, tassels, silk robe, uh, fur feathers, whatever you've got. And you're going to try out all sorts of different types of touch. And you're going to uh, use this touch. You're going to go one by one. And on with a checklist that I give y'all and on this checklist, you're going to determine, you're going to ask your partner on a scale of one to five, one being, I don't like this at all. It's not really doing anything for me. Uh, whereas five is being like totally orgasmic. If you keep doing that, I could probably have an orgasm. You'll ask your partner where that touch is on a scale of one to five. And since each touch is labeled for the erotic language that it represents, you will be able to discover what your partner's true erotic language is. And why is this important? This is important because as you'll see on the Sex, Love, and Goop episode, I think it's episode two, that Damon, the male partner that Jaya is working on, he thinks he's a sexual. He takes the test and it says he's sexual. Yet when they do the pleasure mapping, 
He is not at all. He is an energetic. And why is this so interesting? This is interesting because this goes to show how much society's impact has on our sexuality and who we think we should be as sexual creatures. Damon is not a sexual. He's an energetic. He has a full body orgasm on the table as he's receiving the energetic touch. And he is blown away because he's never experienced pleasure in this way. He thinks that for men, his sexuality should mean that I just have to go for the goal, right? I just have penis and vagina. That's what sex is, blah, blah, blah. And this is such a limited definition of what sex is. And him discovering that he's actually an energetic, this is what is called masking behavior. So you get you know, you have all of this conditioning growing up and you think you're supposed to like it this way. And that's what was happening in his test is the masking was showing up, his conditioning was showing up. But underneath that, actually his true blueprint is energetic. And it's, it was fascinating to watch this. So pleasure mapping is a way to get through the masking because the body does not lie. The body never lies. And once you go through each of the different touches, you tally up the scores of which touch was energetic, which was sensual, which was kinky. And then you just can determine real easily your partner is probably going to be predominantly one or two of them. And then the other two are going to be pretty lagging unless they're a shapeshifter and they have equal categories of each different erotic language in which that means that they are a shapeshifter. This is so incredible to learn about your partner because it's true. You only have a one in five chance that you're speaking the same erotic language as your partner. So it's likely that you're not, and you are always speaking to your partner in terms of what you think or what feels good to you and what you, because it feels good to you, you expect them that if it feels good to them too, but a lot of times it's not. And this is how you can help determine what you want and like sexually. Also, because sometimes the things we think we should want aren't actually the things we want. And you just need some education and understanding to learn what is your unique path to turn on and pleasure. So my loves, if this sounds awesome to you, and this is the type of thing that you want to participate in to explore and to experiment, to drop the goal of orgasm and to learn different things that turn you on and what you want and like and how to ask for that. This is exactly the type of stuff that we do in the Centrally Embodied Woman program. Again, we have a new round starting on November 15th. So I encourage you to get in your application call with our pleasure assessment queen, Jennifer, who will get you all set up and help you to determine if the program is right for you. All right, my loves, thank you so much for joining me. And I would love to hear how it goes. Please email us at contact at tilly-storm.com and let me know what you think about pleasure mapping. All right. See y'all next week. Bye.